0: Everyone, Welcome back to another episode of Tech Girl Happy Hour. We're your hosts. I'm Mel.
1: And I'm Marissa.
0: Our first episode's been out for the last two weeks, so we just want to say a big thank you to everybody who has listened and who has subscribed. If you have any suggestions or just want to reach out to us, you can follow us at Tech Girl
1: Happy Hour on Instagram. Just send us a message.
0: Yeah, so we're really excited to have everybody back. And today we're going to be chitting the chat about friendships. But before we get started, of course, we have to share what each of us are drinking. So, Marissa, what are you enjoying tonight?
1: So, as per my uh, on-brand Pacific Northwest persona, I'm having uh, an IPA. Uh, It's called Hazelicious, um, and it's from Rubens Brews in Seattle. What are you having?
0: Very hip of you, very hip. I opened a bottle of, let me grab it, La Vé Ferme. This is me practicing my French. For anybody who is actually French out there, um, please don't judge any Quebecois that ever comes out. I am not Quebecois, but, you know, that is the kind of French dialect that I know. Le Vé that means the old farm, for anybody who didn't know. It is a white wine. It is a product of France. And um, it is one of the cheapest wines that are grocery store stores stock. <laughs> So that's why I tried it out. Here's and you know, yeah, it's actually good. It's like $8 and it's actually pretty good. And I'm not the only one who thinks this. I have gotten many a second opinion. And the consensus is that it's pretty good. So if your grocery store has it and if it's cheap, I would recommend.
1: This is kind of a tangent, but like moving to the US, like have you realized that alcohol is so much cheaper here than in Canada? And you can get like really good wine for really cheap. Like I am so grateful for that.
0: Oh girl yeah the the scene for that is entirely different mm-hmm. and, absolutely. yes, I thoroughly enjoy a good, cheap wine. We all do okay, so this week we are talking about friendships and especially friendships in your twenties because I think it's kind of we think it's kind of a unique time, and the dynamic really changes once you're out of school and everything like that. So I'm just gonna jump in and say it. Friendships are entirely (laughs) so important to me they are something that is just really valuable to me because I have a lot of friends who are like family because they've treated me like family so this kind of reciprocal nature has defined in my life that I really really value friendships Mm -hmm. I just want to start out with that put that out in the open
1: yeah I mean like it's really important for us like I guess moving away from Canada like we both move from Toronto to the West Coast. Like, we really had to build a base here, and having the support of friends has been extremely important. Um, But it's also been, like, you know, such a change. Like, making friends in university is so different from making friends in your early to mid-20s. Like, university friends, you you just kind of, like, fall into, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you show up, it's frosh week. I guess, like, Americans don't use that term, but orientation, right? And, like, it's just, like, everyone's trying to make friends with each other, Everyone's in the same class. It's so easy to bond with people. And then you're plopped into this new place as a new grad and you have to figure it out. I mean,
0: how has it been like for you, Mel? Any wisdom to share? I, I definitely think that once you're out of school, you start to really see the divide between actual friends and situational friends. Totally. And there's definitely value in each, you know, like When you're at school, you need school friends. You need people who you can talk to about the homework, about assignments, and stuff like that. So maybe you're not going to be friends with them forever, or maybe you don't get along so closely outside of school, but there's still value to being friends and mingling. And that's the only way that you're going to find those really close friends is if you still give people a chance. And same with at work. Like, you still need to be friendly with people at work and there's, there's so many advantages to that. But I, I think with age, we see more of the difference between <laughs> the real friends and the situational ones. And um, And I think it's also a part of the fact that as you get older, you've just met so many people over the years. And then really there's only been a handful who have really stuck it through with you for years.
1: Yeah. I mean, you have your high school friends, and, you know, you only have a handful that really carry through. Same with your university friends when you move away. And, like, it's not like there's anything wrong with situ- situational friends. It's just kind of how life works, right? And mm-hmm. especially, like, at this age, like, we're, like, turning 25 this year. It,
0: it is harder to make Oh, new- I am 25 already. <laughs> oh, sorry! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's brutal. Listen, girl, you- if you haven't hit 25 yet, like... Things will start to change and then let's not even talk about hitting 30. I
1: can't believe we're in our mid-20s. I, I like it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it.
0: Yeah, it it really um it's really wild. <laughs> I'm just like sitting with a with a glass of wine in my hand laughing to myself because <laughs> the time it goes by so slowly and yet it flies by at the same time and it's just it's just it's just wild. Anyways, I mean Like, it's hard to make friends at this age. Okay, so here's the question. Yeah, like, what are your strategies? It sounds so fake to say say strategies because everybody wants things to be organic, but what are your methodologies for making friends?
1: Honestly, I feel like I've been really lucky. Like, I haven't really, this sounds bad, like, I haven't really been trying to make friends because I had, like, de facto friends moving here. Like, there's a whole bunch of us that intern in Seattle, we all went to the same school and we all moved over here as a group. So I never felt like I was alone. I did make friends throughout the last, I guess, almost two years that I was here. Like I have my work group. I have my like workout group. I have my school group. Like I have one off friends here and there, but I've never tried to like, you know, seek out friends because I, I had such a good base here and things just kind of naturally came together.
0: Interesting. Okay. That's really interesting that you mentioned that because I feel like I've gone through a couple of life changes where I went into things really blind, like not knowing people. Like when I went to university for engineering, I had a lot of friends who went to a different school. And then when we went to our school, I only knew two people who I wasn't really that close with. They were the only people that I knew in the program. And you know, our program was like, what, like 800 people per year or something like that. I don't know if I'm making that number up. (laughs) But I'm saying that I went in really blind and it actually gave me a different attitude um, with having to meet people because I didn't have anybody to rely on. And then same with moving to San Francisco. I knew one person. I mean, I knew a couple others, but there was only one person that I was actually close with. Mm -hmm. Um, And besides that, I just went in blind and I was like this is just kind of something that I want to do and I don't want to have to base my um location decisions off of people that I know and so I'm I'm happy that it's worked out and I'm I'm pretty proud of myself that That's
1: really I, <laughs> it, it's kind
0: of it's kind of brave in a way but it was also like I just knew it'd be fine so it just kind of took a leap of faith but yeah it's It's interesting. I think, I guess, it does change the dynamic if you have a group to fall back on versus not really having anybody and just kind of having to put yourself out there a little bit more. Mm
1: -hmm. Would you say that you were, like, I guess, actively trying to make friends in your first couple months here, or was it more organic?
0: Um, I'm always trying to make friends. I think that if I get along with people, I'm very friendly. Like, I love to to just do things with different types of people. As I mentioned, friendships are very important to me and what I've learned over time and like through different relationships is that it's important to me to maintain those friendships, even if I have a romantic relationship. So I always like to have different people who cater to different um, parts of my personality and always kind of develop those one-on-one relationships with different people. So I'm always open to making friends, but I actually find that a lot of people are not always that friendly or like there's so many people that I meet and I'm like, you're so interesting. I love everything that's happening here. And then, you know, you're at a party and you meet people like this and you try to say like, Oh, like we should get brunch tomorrow or like we should go out again next week. And then nobody ever follows through.
1: I swear that's like the mid twenties problem. I really think that that's just how people are like, Okay, we have Seattle Freeze here, which I'll, I'll tell you about in a second, because that's the whole meme. But, like, I just really think that people aren't really trying to make friends. Like, everyone has their groups. People are starting to settle down with their significant others. Like, university was like, I am trying to make as many friends as possible, because everything's new and exciting. Like, honestly, like, I'm not that, you know, I'm not as interested in making friends anymore. Like, I'm down, but also everyone's comfortable at this stage
0: interesting wow so you would even say that you're not as interested anymore
1: i don't think so i mean that sounds really bad to say like i always want more friends but i'm not i'm not going out of my way to meet people like it's not one of the goals i have in my head i wouldn't hopefully i'm not one to be like no i don't want to hang out like i want (laughs) to say i'm that person but we're all really comfortable here i think that's
0: probably why I mean, I guess it also makes a difference. Like, we only have so much time and attention to go around. I think it does also make a difference if you have a really big friend group or not already. Like, I mean, I think people have room, mental and actual time um, for, like, maybe, like, up to 10 close friends. (laughs) Um, Some would even say that that's a really big number. But I would say, like, because I've been here for... Uh, around 9 or 10 months versus you've been in Seattle a bit longer so I have made some friends but I, I don't think I'm up to 10 San Francisco close friends yet so I have room to work with so that's why maybe I I still want to make friends <laughs> right, right. yeah it totally depends on your situation too really yeah and then also if you're in like a romantic relationship like that impacts your time so much as well yeah I mean like I feel
1: like we've all been there where we've dated someone and kind of abandoned our friendships. Like for me, that was high school. For other people, it's maybe even this time in their lives. Um, probably not a good idea to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, I think definitely I agree. Everyone has been there. Yeah. I would say not the greatest idea because you know what? I believe that diversity is key and having diversity in your friends who cater to different aspects of your personality. Like for me, it's like, I have like, kind of like fit friends i have friends with a lot of history i have um like like we have a lot of history and we've just continued to be friends even though it's not because of a certain niche um i have like creative friends like people who catered more towards like my art side and things like that um and like it's nice to always have that variety yeah and then if the romantic relationship ends up not working out like you don't want it to have an even bigger impact in your life than than it needs to. Yeah,
1: you need to fall back on that support network you have like which are which is your friends. Like my exactly. friends got me through my breakup so well. Like I I don't even know what I would do without them. Like you helped me, everyone helped me like
0: it makes such a big difference because otherwise you really would feel like you have nothing, but that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, this kind of hit me this weekend. Did I tell you about how my, I ran out of fat, like my car ran out of battery, just died in my parking garage?
0: No, I, I heard about it through the grapevine, but I, you did not actually tell me about this. So
1: it, it like was out of battery. I don't really know what happened. Like maybe I left a light on, but I was trying to go to Costco this weekend and I can't start my car. And I'm like, oh crap. Like my first thought was like, I guess I should call AAA. But then I realized I just need a friend to jumpstart my car. Mm. And I like was panicking and I ended up messaging a couple of people. I posted for help on my Instagram stories. And within 10 minutes I had like five people offer to come over and drive and they, they had the cables and everything. And I, I felt so, so grateful that I had that support. Like it's like these people came through for me and I did not need to call AAA. And I had a friend, my coworker, John bless his heart drive over like right away and just handle the whole thing like this guy's a car guy I didn't need to do anything except turn on my car and hold a flashlight for him and I got to go to Costco that day and I felt really really grateful for these people like oh
0: that is awesome yeah it's so nice having friends that you can kind of that you can rely on and Mm -hmm. it's it sounds like when I say that, I worry that it sounds transactional that, you know, you do something for them, they'll do something for you, but that's not what it is. It's just about trying to make sure that the people that you care about are well taken care of and, you know, giving them that, like, that risk, that respect and that care. I yeah.
1: That. I'm, oh I hope, you know, they can hit me up when they need help. Like I want to be there for them.
0: Awesome. Okay. But yeah, on the topic of making friends, um, definitely I think the avenues kind of change now that we're in our 20s because yeah. we don't have those same situational things I mean we have work but I I think school is a really big one and then with work people are a little bit skeptical about mixing that like professional and personal life oh, yeah. so I tried this past year I tried going on Bumble BFF
1: I want to hear all about that
0: it's like dating for friends. Oh my gosh. You're
1: swiping on friends, right? Like you'd have to swipe on them, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. So it, it acts exactly like the rest of the Bumble apps. So Bumble has like, you know, networking and dating and then the BFF. Um, and so it's the same mechanism that you swipe on somebody um, and I had a good experience. (laughs) I would honestly recommend it. I I didn't go on it for too long and then, you know, quarantine hit and stuff. But there's one girl that I made friends with. um, And, oh, my gosh, it's just it's such a a different and interesting way to to make friends who are kind of maybe from like, you know, they don't work at the same company. Um, So you're finding people who have like similar interests, but you're maybe coming from very different backgrounds so you, I feel like it's a great way to meet people and get like different perspectives and just like meet people maybe like, like who work in different industries so this friend that I met I would say she kind of caters to more of like my creative side a little bit she works for one of the museums in the city um and she's from Paris so that's very cool. interesting <laughs> and the first time that we met like we just hit it off. I don't know. You just meet people that you can just talk to forever. And we went and we did an activity and then we got like a donut and we sat on a bench in a park and we just chatted for like hours about everything, like about small things, but then also about like about our experiences living here. And then like, you know, talking about like, do you want kids and like things like that? Like really, really like deep and personal things. And we just spoke about everything under the sun.
1: It's kind of nice, though, because, like, when you meet someone on, like, Bumble BFF, like, you know you're both looking for friends, right? Like, I feel like that's the issue with friend-making these days where, you know, you might be down to hang out with somebody, but they, like, it might might not occur to them, too, so.
0: Exactly. No, that's a really good point. And that's what everybody tries um, to say about the dating apps and why they're effective. They're
1: efficient, but... I mean efficient yeah not another episode right
0: <laughs> yeah efficient because you're both there for the same purpose so you don't right. have to like beat around the bush and be like friends not friends well I mean or like you know dating not dating um but when you're using the bumble bff app it's like no we already know that like we have these things in common and if you want to go to like um an art show or a museum or you want to go out at night if you want to do trivia night if you want to go to the bar whatever it is like you've found people who are into the same pastimes as you so I would I would recommend it honestly it's less stressful than dating you know it's the same kind of format on the app but it's just oh but dating is way more
1: stressful yeah
0: (laughs) and then it's also a great way to make friends in your neighborhood so like this person that I met okay yeah. So you can set your like location. So this person that I met lives like five minutes away from me. So it's so nice to have somebody in my neighborhood.
1: You know, location is so important. Like I see my friends who live in my neighborhood way more than the ones that moved away. And that's just how it kind of turns out. Like I was thinking of moving to a different neighborhood and I just, I just stopped myself. Cause I was like, I don't know if I'll see everybody as much oh really this being in walking distance really matters like you think it doesn't because it's like oh it's friendships but seeing people like on convenience is a thing right
0: yeah I mean I think it depends if um I think it depends what the nature of your situation in your city is like Mm
1: -hmm. if you
0: were in a situation where you would drive everywhere anyways maybe like that five minute drive rather than five minute walk doesn't like it doesn't matter because you'll just drive anyways.
1: All right. So one thing I'm struggling with lately, and I could use your help on this, is I feel like I'm a little socially overwhelmed. Like, it's really easy to go to a lot of functions and meet a lot of people. But I feel like, okay, this is all before quarantine. Now quarantine makes everything different. But before I was like, I'm not having enough meaningful interactions. I'm doing a lot of things socially. But I think I want to concentrate my energies on the people that really matter to me. I'm wondering if you're feeling the same way, like, just in general.
0: Honestly, I'm so blinded by quarantine that I cannot even imagine this situation. (laughs) Um, Okay, wait, let me, okay, let's focus. Let's focus. Everybody, everybody focus. Um, uh, On this topic, I mean, I want to know more about what kind of functions you're talking about, but I have, I want to add on, I have this one friend. He has been a really close friend to me since high school. Okay, my friend Sean, you might know him. We're doing first names here, so it's fine. I can talk about people, right? Um, And I have called him the king of friendships because he just has so many friends and he's very well-liked and he's very good at like maintaining these friendships and like being the one to initiate things. And I've spoken to him about it before, but like, what is your secret, right? And something that he said, and it's something that he learned from his dad, who's also... Uh, very similarly, like, you know, the original King of Friendships, is that he really strives to form a one-on-one connection with people. So it's one thing to always be going to, like, parties um, where you're going in groups of, you know, 5, 10, 15, even more than that people, and you're mingling. But it's mm-hmm. a different thing to actually spend that one-on-one time with people and, like, develop the friendship further. Because that, then that also, like, it makes it a more meaningful relationship and then it also kind of um forms this reciprocating relationship where maybe they're also more likely to um want to do things with you so it's not so one-sided
1: I mean I think I think I and I think a lot of people agree is like I value those like really intimate like one-on-one small group hangouts like those mean so much more to me than going out all the time um it's interesting like just thinking about quarantine I feel like quarantine has made me a lot better about those like really meaningful interactions because we're not going to parties anymore we're not going to large events like i found the time to catch up with people that i haven't talked to in a while like just because you know zoom calls are easy facetime is easy like i i feel like i'm getting really meaningful connection these days
0: yeah that's great um talking about the maintaining friendships during quarantine thing Now, like, I feel like we've all gotten used to using the the video chats, but are you feeling the fatigue of that at all?
1: A little bit. Yeah. I mean, like, I hate staring at my screen all the
0: time. Like, that's really. (laughs) Yeah, that's been a big thing is that it's like a lot of us are working from home. I mean, we like we work in tech anyways, right? So whether we're in the office or we're at home, we're staring at a computer screen all day. And then to do our other things like talking to people and catching up with people requires continuing to stare at the computer screen and sometimes your eyeballs just need a break.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I just like I'm tired of the uh, like oh can you hear me? like can you see me? like oh someone freezes like that stuff is just like it grates on
0: you, right? Like Mhm. I mean, it's better than nothing. And I would still say that I agree. I've had a lot of um pretty in-depth conversations with people. And it's also prompted me to be more like, oh, we're chatting on like with text for so long. Let me just call you and make it like a 10 minute in-person thing. But then we get to in that 10 minutes, we get to talk about more than we would over text in like 40 minutes, right? So I think pros and cons, this this has been definitely some silver linings, but pros and cons to the communication methods. So I
1: was thinking like, I've been thinking about the concept of intentionality a lot. And I feel like it's, it's kind of like the mantra that I want to hold. And I want to do better about that, like with my friendships, like, if I'm going to do something that's social, I want to be intentional, like, I, you know, I'm going because I care about these people, or I genuinely want to do it rather than, like, going out of FOMO. So that's something for me to work on, especially when we get out of quarantine. It's something that really matters to me.
0: Yeah, and I think out of quarantine will really be interesting because I think people will be so excited to be able to gather again yeah. that there is there is going to be that surge of activity. Oh, yeah, I think we're going to be overwhelmed. <laughs> if we're, like, whenever we're allowed to be like that again, I have no idea what the but the trend is going to be in terms of like, um, easing the restrictions, but interesting because I think FOMO is going to be a huge thing. So I guess, you know, we're coming at
1: time. We don't really have all the answers for you guys. We're still just 20 year olds trying to 20 something year olds trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's do action items like last time.
0: Yes. Action items. Okay. Do you want to start?
1: Sure. Um, I got two for you guys. So one, We're in quarantine right now and it's a really good time to catch up on those old friendships that you've kind of neglected. Maybe you moved away or something, you know, action for you. Go call up a friend that you haven't talked to in a while, a friend that really mattered to you and have a conversation. Um, Another one I have, when we get out of quarantine, consider intentionality. Consider like if you're going to an event or something, like really think about why you want to go or if you're going out of obligation.
0: Awesome. Okay. I also have two. (laughs) since we're doing these action items, okay, I would say um, if you're like me, consider the different aspects of your personality, so for me, it's like I work in tech, I obviously need like work friends who can support me with that, we can talk about all the intricacies of work and everything related to it, but I also definitely have a creative side, like I'm into music, and then I'm also into visual arts, and being in tech, I don't usually meet a lot of people who cater to that, so A little bit of a stretch goals to meet people who um cater to different aspects of your personality and for that i would actually recommend something like bumble bff where you can meet people who you otherwise maybe wouldn't be able to and then second thing is (laughs) this is just gonna be a huge call out to everybody in a relationship but like yeah especially if you're in a romantic relationship do like a quick inventory of your friends and like, I just, I want to say make sure it's more than like two because if it's only two, like you're not getting that diversity. This is just my perspective, but I think friends are really important. Um, they keep you grounded. They cater to different aspects of your personality that, that, that one person might not. And it's just great to always get that perspective and have people, other people to talk to and get their opinions on things. So if you feel like you've been neglecting certain friendships because of whatever, whatever life situation, look at me trying to call a romantic relationship, a life (laughs) situation, (laughs) but it could be other restrictions as well. Do a quick inventory and see if like all of your personality needs are being met or not. And maybe like, try to use this as an opportunity to rekindle some friendships. Great stuff. (laughs) Okay, so that's everything for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Tech Girl Happy Hour. If you enjoyed this, please smash that subscribe button as yes, I you know, button. yes, as I act like a YouTuber over here. You can catch us on Instagram at Tech Girl Happy Hour. We would love to hear your feedback and continue chitting the chat over there.
1: Well, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you guys soon.
0: Bye. Bye.